Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends. Post this on social media and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most. And spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. I'm Jerry Howard with E4 Leadership and Business Coaching. Have you ever been in a meeting and felt like you got hit by a grenade launcher from the leader of the meeting? Or how about a sniper rifle? Well, we at E4 Leadership and Business Coaching, we are change agents. We drive culture shifts by implementing a language of leadership that bridges the gap between carpet people, also known as leadership, and where the rubber meets the road. Client interface, personal development, and team health all suffer when there's a leadership disconnect. If you've ever felt like this, check out our website at Ephesians4U.com. That's Ephesians, like in the Bible, the number four, the letter U.com. I look forward to speaking with you. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Word Exchange podcast. This is going to be interview number two with Pastor Mark Thomas with the Evangelism on Fire podcast. Now, if you did not listen to interview number one, I want to encourage you right now, pause this one, go back and listen to interview number one. But if that's not what you want to do, I ask you to continue to listen. So this is going to be uh, interview number two. And I want to give you a little background just in case you don't go back and listen to interview number one is Brother Mark has inspired me. I follow him in his Facebook group, listen to his podcast. And last week, he took a trip. He had to, had to go to a conference. He's going to share more of that. But along the way, he was on purpose. He was intentional to share the gospel along the way. And I followed him in his journey. And I watched God work through him. And I was just encouraged. And I thought, man, how awesome would it be if he would allow me to interview him and let him share these awesome testimonies of what God has done. And so that's where we are today uh, on the Red Word Exchange, where we exist to encourage and strengthen Christians to share their faith in Jesus Christ daily. So, Mark, welcome back. Thanks again. Philip, thanks for having me. Look, I, I just want to say this. It is an honor to be on uh, this interview for the second week in a row, man. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It's an honor. Yes, sir. Glad you're here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yes. Well, 
since we, we covered a lot of things in that first interview as far as backgrounds and things, and hopefully people will go back and listen to that, I, I want to jump right in. I want to get, I want to leave South Carolina and I want to head south. So if we're going to, we're going to jump in the car with you, if you will. And man, just take us with you. Let's go to this second God encounter of sharing the gospel, man. Just take it away. All right. I love it. So we're in the car. We're heading south. All right. Leaving South Carolina. Hey, we are bound for Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. But before we get there, I'm on my way. I'm in Georgia. I see a sign that says exit eight. And exit eight has a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds like coffee. Well, yeah. I'm looking for a Starbucks sign, but I don't see any. But you know what? Dunkin' to the rescue, my brother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. That's right. So I take exit eight and I find Dunkin' and I go in, I, I order a delicious cold brew with foam. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got to get some, I got to get a bottle of water, Philip. That's right. So I ordered that. I'm walking out and I see someone sitting out in the patio and I see a cross in the middle of her back. It's a tattoo of a cross. So immediately I felt the Holy Spirit because, you know, I've got my head on a swivel. I'm on a four state evangelism outreach tour and I have prayed for God to lead me to the people he wanted me to share the good news with the, the gospel with. So when I looked at this girl from her back and I saw the cross tattoo on her back, I immediately thought I felt I felt prompted to go over there and talk to her. So I went over to her and she was with a friend. They were sitting there and they were on their break. They worked in uh, a collection agency right next to the Duncan. So I walked up to her and I said, hey, I said, y'all have a couple of minutes. My name is Mark Thomas. And I said, I have this podcast called Evangelism on Fire podcast. And I said, one thing I love to do is I love to go up to complete strangers and ask them what I call the big question. I said, would, uh, could you give me five minutes of your time? And could I ask you that big question? And they said, well, big question. What's the big question? See, everyone wants to know what the big question is. You create some intrigue. I like that. Yeah, you got to. You got to make the 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 interaction you know exciting to them and it, it's got to create some type of wonder in mm-hmm. their you know in their brain that's a good part yeah so the big question and i said yeah it's called the big question have do you do you know what the big question is no i'm you know i don't i'm like do you have a clue no we don't have a clue and i said well before we get to the big question I said, I noticed you have a cross on your back. Got a big tattoo of a cross on your back. And I asked her, I said, hey, what's your name? She said, my name is Kristen. I said, I'm just curious. What does that cross represent to you? And she said, well, it represents my aunt. And I said, your aunt? I said, what do you mean? I was, Philip, I was, (laughs) I was expecting this. I love Jesus and you know, he's my savior and I got the tattoo and when I gave my life to Jesus and I was expecting that type of answer. I thought you were going to say that type of answer too. Yeah. And you know what? So many times when we see a cross, so you know, someone may have a tattoo of a cross, they might have a necklace of a cross. We automatically think that they're Christ followers. 
you know, but many times in my experience, they don't even know Jesus, right? Wow. So I asked her, I said, what's the cross represent to you? And she said, my aunt. And I said, your aunt? Like, uh, how does a cross represent your aunt? And she said, my aunt died of cancer and she got emotional, you know? And I told her, I said, man, I said, Kristen, I can tell that you loved your aunt a great deal. So I just let her speak a little bit about that relationship. You know, people want to, they want to be known. They want it to be needed. So when you allow them to share their life with you, wow, what an honor that is. And when you go forth in the name of Jesus, man, people will open up your heart like Kristen did, and they will share some of the most intimate things with you that they maybe have never shared with anybody, maybe a close family member or friend, but they will share things with you when they know you're coming to speak about God or Jesus, even though you're a complete stranger. Right. And she felt your love, I'm sure. She felt that you were genuine. And that's, it definitely plays a part in opening it up and sharing those, you know, those deep emotional kind of uh, sources. Yeah, you said it. She can sense a sincere love that I have for her. And of course, we know, Philip, it's, it's God's spirit that lives within us. That, Amen. That's right. You know, that gives us that love uh, for people. Yeah, and you're right, man. People pick up on that in an instant. And she shared with me that her aunt died of cancer. And then after her aunt died of cancer, she just went to go get this cross to symbolize her love for her aunt. And that was pretty much the significant of her cross tattoo on her back. And so after she shared with that with me, I asked her, I said, do you believe that your aunt, what what do you think happened to your aunt? She said, I think my aunt's in heaven. And I said, what makes you think that? Oh, well, Kristen said, She's a godly woman. She went to church. I remember her reading her Bible. She used to tell me about God. She used to speak about Jesus. And I just believe she's in heaven. So I asked her, I said, well, let me ask you this. Here's the big question. So I tied the big question into the conversation, right? And I said, do you think you'll be in heaven one day with your aunt that you love so much? And she paused. And she said, I don't know. I don't know. She said, I'm a good person, so I think I'll go to heaven. I said, let me ask you something, Kristen. I said, I'm standing in front of you right now. Are you 100% sure I'm standing in front of you speaking to you? She said, yeah, I'm 100% sure. Why would you even ask me that? That's crazy. Right. And I said, are you 100% sure that when you take your last breath on this earth that you'll be in heaven? I said, do you have that type of certainty? And she said, no. And I said, well, you need to know 100% sure, just like you know, 100% sure I'm standing in front of you, speaking with you. I said, can I share the way with you of how you know that? She said, yeah. And I shared the gospel message with her. You know, I shared with her that, hey, you know, when a person believes that we're sinners, we fall short of the glory of God. And when we believe that God is real, when we believe that one day we're going to die from, you know, our life on earth that we live, believe that we're made in God's image to live for an eternity. And we'll either live in a place called heaven or a place called hell. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sin, sins and rose again, if you believe in those things, 
That's how you receive God's free gift of salvation. So I explained all those things to her. And then I answered some of the questions that she had. Mm -hmm. Did she ask you any questions that you didn't know the answer to? I think that that key that paralyzes us sometimes. We were we're worried that they're going to ask us something we don't know the answer to. And for some reason, we have this weird uh, thought that we should know the answer to everything or, or we're, you know, less than. But did she ask you anything you didn't know the answer to? She asked me a question about what it would be like to see her aunt in heaven and the details of that and what that looked like. And I let her know. I said, Kristen, I I wish I knew the answer to that, but I don't really know how that's going to work. And she really wanted to know the details of that. And I said, I can tell you this. Your main objective right now is to know that you're going to be in heaven with Jesus and be in heaven with her. And I said, in this life, we see, we see things darkly, but in eternity, we'll see the light. And there's some things that, you know, in this life, we just can't answer. I said, there's some things that will not be revealed to us until we're in heaven. And it's important to make sure that we didn't get sidetracked into a different conversation that's taken the emphasis off of the gospel. So I just brought the conversation back to the gospel and to make sure she understood it and that she uh, had the opportunity to make that decision. Awesome. So she said she believed the gospel and she did say, you know what? She said, you know what, Mark, I'm a good person. I mean, I just think that me being a good person is enough to get me into heaven. Wow. You know, and I said, you know what, Kristen? I said, a lot of people think that way. It's not uncommon. You know, I said, but here's the truth. Good people don't get to heaven. Forgiven people get to heaven. Amen, brother. Tell it. Yeah. And I said, it's by Jesus' death on the cross, he atoned for our sins. And that's how we're forgiven. And that's how we receive the free gift of salvation. And then I shared with her, you know, do you believe that Jesus resurrected coming back to life three days later? And she said, yeah, you know what? Why did that happen? I said, you know what, Kristen? That's a great question. I said, I couldn't answer the question about your aunt and what that's going to look like when you get to heaven and when you meet up with her. I couldn't answer that question, but I can answer this question. Yeah. I said, God knew we would be down here on this earth looking for truth, looking for the one and only true living God. You've got this religion. You got that religion. You got this belief. You got that belief. How are we to know who is the one and only true living God? And I said, you know what, Kristen, get ready for this. You're going to like this girl. I said, God sent his son to the earth. He gave his life on the cross and he resurrected coming back to life three days later because only the one and only true living God has the power to do that. Amen. That's right. I said, that's how you know he's the real deal. And that's how you know all the other religions. All the other beliefs, they're not. There's only one way, one truth, one life, and that is Jesus Christ. That's who I'm talking to you about right now. That's right. And she said, that makes sense. When, you know, the dots connected and, you know, she believed the gospel and she accepted Jesus right right then and there, you know. So we're in front of, again, going back, we're in front of Dunkin' Donuts. Is that right? Yeah, actually, we're to the side of Dunkin' Donuts in between Dunkin' Donuts and then her place of business. You know, again, they work in her and her friend works at a collection agency. So 
it was right there in in front of her business where she works, right there in front of Duncan. Yeah, and people were walking by. People were walking by, and I'm sure there are people in her workplace that can see through the windows. You know, they didn't know what the conversation was about, but she was bold. You know, she was hungry. You know what, Philip? People are hungry to hear the gospel message. They're That's hungry. Right. That's right. They're hungry. And uh, she she was she was hungry. She didn't let anything uh, interrupt that conversation. Yeah. And I can see one other thing that's easy to miss here is you or she could have been concerned about break time. Well, how long is the break? I probably don't need to start sharing. There may not be enough time. What if she has to go back in? What if she gets in trouble? That didn't seem to be on your mind. You were going for the gospel. Well, I'll tell you this, man, because in the beginning, she told me she would give me five minutes and they were on break, her and her friend. So I'm thinking I, I got five minutes tops. But the conversation went on and on and on. And I'm going to tell you what, if I, I would I would say it was probably about 25 minutes. They were Whoa. not concerned at all about being on break. And it kind of really surprised me. You know, I'm, yeah. like, I'm thinking in my mind, how long is your break time, girl? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But the conversation went on until it ended and God just makes a way. That's right. You know, God just makes a way, man. So, and it was a great, great meeting her and her friend. I went into the, uh, back into Duncan cause I'm getting ready to hit the road and I had drank and I had drank very large cold brew and, and have my bottle of water. So I went in to use the bathroom and I came out and next thing I know, I'm getting ready to, to get in my, my car and listen to this, Philip. I don't know where she came from. I don't know if she was still at the table. I don't know if she came out of her workplace, but she came up to me. She said, I want to tell you something. I felt like God sent you to me today because just the other day I was wondering if heaven and hell were real. And I felt like I was going crazy for thinking these thoughts. Wow. Yeah. See, that's a, and We've got to remember that the Holy Spirit is doing the work. The Holy Spirit is convicting. The Holy Spirit, God is calling. We're just we're just playing our part. We're just the voice sharing God's word. He's doing the work. We've got to remember that. That's so important. Yes, you said it. And you know what? I know so many people, they think that when they share the gospel, they've got to perfectly communicate it. Yes. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, Philip, a lot of the times that... When you're communicating the gospel uh, to people, the Holy Spirit is revealing truth to that person that's really got nothing to do with what you think needs to be communicated to the person. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. All, all, all we need to do is share the gospel message in the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, what, they, what He will reveal to them, to that, you know, that individual we don't know, but God's spirit is going to speak the truth they need to hear through that gospel presentation. So important, Mark, that's so important. And I feel like that these these truths that we're talking about right now need to be heard and reheard and reheard. I mean, it's so that we will go, go, action, verb, go and tell. It's God's word has the power. We stick to that. It will be powerful. And we got to remember that. So important. Yeah. Amen, brother. Yes. Absolutely. So anything, anything else after that, anything else to share about this, about this, about this encounter that you had? Just, it was to me, I stand in awe of, as we're speaking about what the Holy spirit 
what he he will communicate to the person that we're sharing the gospel message with. I think it's important to everyone listening. They think now it's important to be prepared to share the gospel, but there is no perfect gospel presentation in our minds when we share the gospel. You know why? Because the enemy will come into our minds and say, that wasn't good enough. That's right. You shouldn't said that. Mm -hmm. That was stupid. But we just got to keep in mind that the Holy Spirit makes the gospel presentation perfect because of his power, not because of what we say, as long as we're communicating the true gospel to that individual. Let me ask you a question off the cuff here. Would you agree that sharing the gospel puts us in a place for spiritual warfare? Absolutely. I believe I did an episode on this before, or at least shared it as part of that, but one episode. If, if you do not believe in spiritual warfare, all you need to do to become convinced to experience it firsthand for yourself is go today and share the gospel with somebody. And I can almost guarantee you will experience some degree of spiritual warfare. No doubt. Yes. I mean, bottom you know, line, what? The enemy hates it. Hates it. Because he knows how powerful the gospel is. That's right. That's right. It's just, it's, that's awesome. But God is with us. I don't, I'm not trying to say that to, to, to mess anybody up. Or, but no, God is with you. It, there's nothing to be concerned about. I mean, he is going to take care of that. And I hope that we've communicated that and given him the glory on that. Absolutely. You know, you know, scripture says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And scripture talks about the, the spiritual powers that are behind. Every time we even think about sharing the gospel message, we're going to come under attack and it's going to be in our mind. And that's why I lean on, you know, First Timothy 1, 7. I love that scripture. And I have that ready every single time that, you know, I go witness because I need to rely on that for my strength. But it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. You know, and I love that because we have power, Amen. the power of the Holy Spirit. And we cannot. I've been I've been sharing the gospel for 20 plus years. And I'm going to tell you something. I have never once shared the gospel on my own strength. Come on. Give it I up. don't have I don't have that strength. Amen. I carry second Timothy one seven and I'm reading that every time I go share the gospel message with people. Every single time I'm relying on the power of the Holy Spirit because that's where the power comes from. There's no power within myself to lead anyone to Jesus. Amen. I rely Hear that. I rely on yeah, simply the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, Mark, we have we've we've taken a good bit of time today, your second encounter, Georgia, which is near and dear to me because I'm here in Alabama. So that's next door. That's our neighbors over in Georgia. And I just I want to I want to ask, we join me again. There's more to tell. There's more encouragement to share, uh, more strength to be given to others. Will you join me again for another another interview to continue? Absolutely. Absolutely. It will be my honor. I will join you again for sure. All right, my brother. Well, in the first interview, you, you shared a little bit about where people can find you. But just in case this is the only one, this is the only interview that, that, that people feel led to listen to or however you want to place that, could you? Maybe quickly just give give people an idea of how to connect with you. Yes, absolutely. You can find Evangelism on Fire podcast on all podcast platforms. 
You can go to uh, my website, evangelismonfire.com, and you can find us. Yeah, go to our Facebook group, Evangelism on Fire Facebook group. Look, join our group. I would love for you to be a part of our group, a big family of people who are just on fire and they want to share the gospel message with people. So those three ways connect with me and I'm excited to connect with you soon. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I'm going to uh, want thank you publicly again uh, for your time and uh, for your faithfulness. Uh, But I'm going to pray us out and that'll that'll close our episode. And we'll look forward to the next one. So let's pray. Uh, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you right now, and I just want to thank you uh, for your greatness. I want to thank you for uh, Mark, and I thank you for just giving him that that passion for you, that passion for the gospel. Thank you for uh, this story, this encounter of it going out and being powerful, a life being saved, dear God. And just thank you for his faithfulness. And uh, I pray, God, for everybody who's listening I pray, Lord, for them. I pray that you would give them that same fire, that same faithfulness to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and uh, that that saving power would go out mightily. Uh, we live in a world right now, Father, we need you. We've always needed you, but we the evidences are clear that you are needed in so many ways, dear God. And I just pray that you would call people to yourself, provide them salvation for eternity. And also, dear God, just set them on the path for a great life right now. because. Yes, the salvation is for eternity, but the great life can begin today. And, and I pray that you would just, just give that out mightily. In Jesus' holy name, I pray all these things. Amen. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode